Hey guys, today I'm here with Jacob and he's going to be talking all about email marketing tools. Jacob, how are you and welcome. Hey man, I'm good. How are you doing? Doing well, thanks dude. Excited to learn from you today. Real quickly, do you want to start with your background and then the floor is yours to talk about all things email marketing tools? For sure. Uh, so my name is Jacob Sappington. I'm a partner at Homestead Email and SMS. Um, I previously had uh, been at 4x400, a, a holding company where we service our own brands and and prior to that, a contractor at Boundless Labs. Um, so yeah, it's good to catch up with you, man. Yeah, likewise. Well, dude, I'll let you take it. I know you post a lot about this on social. So let's talk about some email marketing tools. Start wherever you want. Cool. So I, I've got, um, you know, I, as you know, we have a, just a ton of tools that, that we have to use every single day. Um, and so I, I kind of thought, you know, broadest, what's, what's the most important thing? You know, for us, it's Clavio. Um, and so that's that's the the ESP of choice for me, the ESP of choice for most um, for, e- for most e-commerce brands, and it's the only one that I have on my list. Um, right after email, next up I had SMS, which I, I feel like there's three you know big vendors in the space: Clavio, um, who's who's trying to catch up with their SMS product, and then the two heavyweights, Postscript and Attentive. So, quick question um, there: when you yeah. when you think about the big three, right? Obviously, all three are great. I think there's use cases for all three. Uh, if a brand comes to you and they're not using any, like what is your vetting criteria? Like, how do you pick one of those? So my my preference, if they're okay with the limitations, is Clavio. I think uh, being able to have everything within um, within one uh, host, you know, hosting all of your data, being able to line everything up within the flows, seeing how um, those emails and texts play off of each other, and then just knowing truly what pushed the sale was it the email or the text. I think that's the ideal case scenario, um, but that would, you know, can't ignore the fact that it's just not up to par with the same features and um, possibilities within Attentive and within Postscript. So, um, so if, if they have one that they, if they want to use Postscript or Attentive, I'm more than happy to use those. But um, if if they're okay with the uh, the shortcomings, I, I guess I could say, but okay with you know having everything in the same place, and I, I really did clear you at that point. Cool. Yeah, that's great. Um, so next up after that, I have pop-ups. Um, the two pop-up providers that I use most, and I think that probably most people are most familiar with, are Just Uno and Privy. Um, I also put Clavio on this list just because they it seems like they are you know putting more focus towards our pop-ups. Um, but I still think that they're probably a mile off of Just Uno and maybe half a mile off of Privy. Um, so so they they still have some some time to catch up there. But um, from Just Uno's sake, like. The uh, the builder the it's not exactly um, intuitive. There's a little bit of a learning curve to it, um, but once you get it, just the the targeting capabilities, um, how how you can uh, customize the design to really be what you want. I think it's the the best solution, but it just requires again that that learning curve to get um, to get into it. Yeah, and with uh, Privy and or Justuno, do you think like one of the big features that they have that Clavio doesn't is the ability to fire a form on exit intent based off cart value? Is that kind of one of the big value propositions that you see? I mean, that's I I I, I do like that. Um, really, what I really dig about Justuno is being able to, and, and Clavio just um, allowed this as well, is to be able to ask someone uh, like basically make the forms like multi-step. So, um, you know, a lot of what we do is, you know, based on psychology and, you know, I think everyone's heard the, the idea of like, if you can get like a micro yes from someone, then, then you can see, um, then your, your conversion rates go up and something that I've seen, um, that's happened is I, I haven't seen this not work 
is that whenever I ask someone if they want the offer, instead of just throwing the offer in their face and saying, hey, take 10% off. If I say, hey, would you like 10% off? Like I've never not seen that double my conversion rate. Um, it's I've seen it go from like 3% up to 8%. That's usually the average. When I, when I come into a brand and I see you know pretty a pretty standard number is 3%. As soon as we implement just that one different, um, that first page saying, hey, do you want this instead of just giving it to them? We see that number, you know, basically two and a half X, which is, you know, when you think about that at scale, it's a, it's a, it's a really big deal. Yeah, dude, that's huge. That's awesome. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, after pop-ups, I have um, surveys. Um, I, I haven't done a ton with this, um, but we do have this data sync into Clavio, so... Um, for those two, I've I've used Inquire, and then a brand that I've been looking at has been, or a, a software that I've been looking at is No Commerce, K and No Commerce. Um, I think Inquire was kind of the um, the incumbent, and uh, you know, just allowing to ask like post purchase, um, so, you know, surveys asking, you know, why'd you buy or where did you come from, you know, trying to really nail down that attribution source. Um, but then, like as you look at No Commerce, being able to like dial into like asking them if they want to recommend your product and if they say no then not presenting them with the you know the the loyalty and rewards but if they do then you know it's a, a really it, again it goes back to the psychology is like if you say yes that you're willing to do this then we'll give you that option but if you tell us you don't want to then it just doesn't make sense for us um and that kind of dives into my loyalty uh, software that i prefer which is smile um i know there's there's loyalty line, there's smile, there's um, referral candy, uh, but smile is the one that I have the most experience with. And the one that I've seen some, some good success with. Yeah. Re- referral programs are awesome. They're kind of a pain to set up. So if you have any secrets there, let me know, but I, they, they do work. They're just a heavy lift in the beginning. Let's just say that. Yeah. Yeah. Some, something that I've seen work well is matching up the, the give and the receive. So if someone's getting $20 off, the uh, person like the, the reward should match the incentive um, because, you know, I, I think if, if you have a customer um, who comes in from a, a, a referral and they find out that their friend profited, basically profit off of them from referring them to the brand, I think that kind of questions the transaction. It, um, but by having equal, um, equal rewards, I think it, it makes sense for everyone involved. Yeah. Agreed. But yeah. That's def- definitely a pain to set up at first. <laughs> Next up on my list, I had review apps. Um, the two that I've had the most experience with has been Stamped and Junip. Um, I think, uh, again, Stamped is like the incumbent. It has more features than Junip. But Junip also allows you to build completely in Clavio. Um, so again, just uh, makes, makes design a lot more um, on, in your hands. Like with a lot of these other review platform apps, you're kind of at the mercy of what they allow you to do kind of at the mercy of what they allow you to say, um, whether or not you can drop text boxes on certain fields um, or different different forms. So I think with Juno, just being able to control that experience and um, just make it all within and, and really understand how that's flowing with your other emails as well, just makes it really powerful. Awesome. Next apps up. Got a lot of apps here. I love it, dude. <laughs> um, so, this, so the next ones I had up for subscription. Um, so when I was at 4 by 400 I was the manager of retention. So, um, you know, there's a lot of apps that that get touched by email. And so it's just, yeah, you know, it, it's it's pretty wide reaching. And part of that was subscription. So we use Recharge. Um, I know that some people have um, 
hard feelings about recharge, but, um, and, and it definitely wasn't the perfect solution for us, but, you know, it definitely, um, is a game changer for a business to have that recurring revenue. And, and part of that is we use an app called ARPU at getarpu.com. And, uh, basically what it, it does one thing. So in, in, in recharge, you have this option to send a email three days prior, four days prior to a subscription, um, renewing. And the, the whole entire reason this app exists is to one, remind people about that upcoming charge, but then to upsell them on some new products to skip if they need to, to, uh, to, to easy cancellations if they need to. And uh, when I was at 4x400, we saw, um, I, I want to say it, it wasn't a, a game changing amount, but it was like $1,000 a month um, for one of our brands. And it was really just a transactional email. So again, nothing, nothing crazy, but the attribution there is really clear because they use their own checkout that links in tiers. Um, so we can say for certainty, yes, this $1,000 came from here and we were just servicing them on a transactional email. So, you know, extra money that we otherwise wouldn't have captured. Yeah, that's huge. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then piggybacking off of subscriptions, we also used uh, Trendbuster um, just to make sure that we were trying to keep as many of those as possible. I won't, I won't dive too deep into that, but we also looked into profit well retain as well. Similar idea to Trendbuster, but it's um, they they manage that for you. Um, my next app up is actually one of my favorites um, and, and someone that I think you know too is uh, the founders over at Wonderment, uh, Brian, Whaley, and, and Jess. Um, what Wonderment is, is basically shipping analytics. It's, it helps you understand where your packages are at, um, it helps you can make branded tracking pages. Um, you, you can do so many different things with it. Um, you can set up proactive uh, customer service where if, if a uh, package has like basically stalled. So if it's been sitting for three days without moving, you can send a customer like a, Hey, like something's going on with your package. We're aware of it. And so it, it kind of turns your customer service into proactive instead of reactive where you're able to, to help service that. Um, and I, I hear they have some, some cool stuff in the works, like, uh, one click claims processing, which would be really cool. Wow. Yeah. Uh, next one up, um, quizzes. I think quizzes are kind of what's been hot the past year. Um, I've used Typeform, I've used Octane AI, and I've also used something called Revenue Hunt. Um, they each kind of have their limitations. Typeform, you're looking at, you know, a enterprise level um, software. So my feedback doesn't really matter to them. They probably would dispute that, but. When you talk to someone like Octane AI, um, you know, I, I think that feedback is directly heard and you have, um, you know, access to people that, um, you know, higher up in that company. And then Revenue Hunt. I, I dug into this brand a little bit for um, for a smaller brand that we had. Um, it has some features of Octane AI in it. Um, so I'm still playing around with that one, but it was it was uh, interesting enough to, to get a spot on the list. Nice. Um, yeah. All right. What's, what's your take on quizzes? Are you, are you a pro quiz? Yeah, we are. Uh, I actually just interviewed Ben from Octane AI a few days ago, so I'm excited for that one to launch. There I think go. the more that uh, brands and marketers can collect you know, zero-party, first-party data, the better. Right? That's obviously the, the trend and the buzz thing right now. But yeah, 100%. Cool, cool. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm at too, especially as we lose data in other places. <laughs> um, crazy. Yeah, a- after automation or after quizzes, I had automation, the big one being Zapier. Um, if you're using Typeform, Typeform only syncs once an hour with Clavio. And if you're wanting to send that data into Clavio and have someone get their welcome series right away, you don't really want to wait an hour for that. So I've used uh, Zapier to, to get that data from Typeform into Clavio really quickly. Um, 
And then I have three others here. Um, I've, I've, I've done postcards a little bit using Postpilot. Um, the brand that I tried it for, it, it didn't exactly work too well. It wasn't, I don't think it's the right demographic, but I think it's, um, the cool thing is that you can sync it up with Clavio. So again, it's, it's all ties into email. It's, um, taking actions, um, based off, you know, if someone, it could, it could be used as a win back campaign, you could use it as an ex extended abandoned checkout. And so I think that it's just another opportunity for an extended version of your current email marketing stack. And then um, timers, we've we've used Centric. I know that you guys have used that as well to place uh, you know timers that are um, you know maybe there you have a sale going on, maybe a, a product is being launched, and uh, you can you know put the exact starting time, and that's a, a, a dynamic variable that updates as soon as someone opens the email. And I think it just adds more um, authenticity to the email. And then the last one, um, I had email on asset on there. Um, Email on Acid, Litmus, um, those types of testing platforms, just making sure that the emails that we're sending are looking good in people's inboxes, that we're not sending a really, really bad experience. And so that's that's my list. Um, I've got a couple more that I'm hopeful to add if we ever talk again, but um, you know, kind of a couple that are, are, are in wait and see mode, but it's a, it's a pretty exhaustive list. There's plenty of uh, stuff in there for people to, to add to their email marketing stack. Well, this is exactly why I picked you for this topic. I knew you had, you know, plenty, <laughs> plenty of stuff. The last one I have a question about, I know you're a marketer, you're focused on strategy and execution, but do you have a design tool that you like on the email side or a design tool that your, your teams in the press have liked? Yeah. Um, Photoshop, Illustrator, Figma. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Figma just because of how collaborative it is. Um, being able to hop into a file at the same time that and, and being able to say like, hey, I, I need this, this snip down or this snippet of this. Um, I think that's, really powerful. Um, so yeah, Figma is definitely, yeah, I completely gloss over design because I don't, you know, you don't, people don't want me designing stuff. So I gloss over that, but yeah, Figma is the, is the big one. Cool, man. Hey, well, appreciate you being here. Appreciate the, all the wisdom. Um, congrats on the the new role. That's really exciting. I know you're gonna be dropping some stuff yeah. on Twitter probably by the time this goes live. So congrats there. What's the best place for people to find the, the agency that you just joined as a partner? And then you're also personal channels. Yeah. Uh, so my personal channels, Twitter's Twitter's the best one that I'm um, most active on. It's at Jay Sappington. And then um, oh, Homestead, uh, homestead.co or homesteadstudio.co. Um, both work. Um, we're in the process of moving over to homestead.co. So hopefully by the time this is live, that's cleaned up a little bit. But um, so yeah, Twitter and then homestead.co. Sweet, man. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you. Yep. Yep. Appreciate the call, man. All right. Bye.